Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom. Good morning, Bob. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. No complaints. The week's right. winding. It's it's moving. I don't know if you've noticed, but the uh, plane is coming in for a landing if this was a week because it's coming in early because most people are thinking about Christmas and holidays and gift giving and family and travel and all that stuff. So I, I certainly saw a shift yesterday in the people I talked to. There was a freneticness to it, if there is such a thing as freneticness. I don't know that there is. Uh, I don't know. There, Well, there is, whether that's actually a word or not, is a... Uh, is maybe Should I a pull out my big dictionary? Sure. Why don't you do that? I, I don't know if I could find it. So I'm going to go the... Is, the kids tell me you can do this over the... Um, uh, sure. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There's no word freneticness. Okay. I try to avoid that. One, because it's not a word. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm I'm wrong. It is a word. Wait, what did you say? It is a word. No, no, before that. I was wrong. Excellent. Not excellent that you were wrong, but big, big of you to be able to admit that. Did you notice the number of people watching went down when I said I was wrong? I guess they decided they were just going to turn away. It was not worth sticking around. That's right. If this wasn't the full antidote and everything, like every other show they listen to, tells them everything that's exactly right. Correct. Correct. And I've got to get a light in this office. It's driving me crazy. I had access to a light yesterday and I forgot to bring it home. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm back. Tomorrow. That's it. So how are you today, Tom? I am doing very well. I'm doing Good. very well. It's as you said, Good. we're getting uh, near the holidays, near or near the one holiday, near the weekend for some people who may be <coughs> celebrating the holiday, nearing the end of the year. Which I can understand why, as you said, people are frenetic. Uh, and that's something I tried to avoid. It's it's funny. I haven't done it in a while. But I always used to like to go out the day before Christmas when everybody was running around like crazy. And even though the traffic was not so great and whatever. And I would just watch people. Oh, me and, too. And I might have one nothing like going up. to a mall and just watching chaos. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And I would be there. I might have one or two things that I knew exactly what I wanted to get. I just had to go get them. And, and yet music playing in the car when I was playing, letting people cut in front of me, all of those, t giving them the good parking spots. It was yeah. kind of just like a fun thing to drive around and do the day. Before. Holiday cheer, right? From we used to have to a year. great tradition. When I was in, in Binghamton, there were about five or six of us who would go to the one mall in Binghamton, which is pretty small, Binghamton, New York, for those who don't know. And there was also a Ruby Tuesdays in that mall. And so usually around, I don't know, I think Ruby Tuesdays opened at 10. So around 1030, <laughs> we would start to show up. 
and just was this a work day or the day before Christmas? It was the day before Christmas. So you were off that day. This wasn't we're leaving correct. work at ten thirty. Uh, correct. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Correct. And it would be like, all right, we're gonna we we would maintain a spot at the bar. Some people would have lunch. Somebody, some people, you know, once it got noon or so, might grab a drink, and then like sporadically people would be like, Hey, I got to go run and go get this one thing. So someone would run off or a couple of people would run off and then they'd come back. And it was just kind of a fun, like, let's hang out and wrap up a few things we're doing. And it was a fun tradition that I nice. missed. I like it. I had no idea. Oh yeah. It was a so, good. Tom, I'm going to segue here. You know, we like to celebrate at the beginning. But before we do that, I want to congratulate you because yesterday you gave a great workshop to our Renegade Success Network mm -hmm. members. It was really, really great. And it's also tied to what I want to celebrate today because, you know, we like to start with celebrations. And I want to celebrate, like I said during the event yesterday, the fact that the people in the Renegade Success Network were not carving out small things to do in 2022. They were all choosing big things like real leaps, real challenges, not like, well, I want to grow my business by 5%. They were putting hard numbers and solid numbers. And every single one of them, thanks to your workshop, was going outside their comfort zone, including me. And I think even you. Yes, I would agree. And so I want that's what I want to celebrate today, that people in our Renegade Success Network really are renegades and really are not just playing the easy game, but making it harder for themselves, challenging themselves to do bigger things because it's inside of each of them. Absolutely. It's a great celebration. It was along the lines of what I was going to celebrate. Please. Uh, I was going to celebrate that. One thing that was fascinating about it to me was that some of the people focused on their business and their professional lives, and some people focused on their personal lives. And I found that interesting. You know, I think so often, sometimes we do one or the other, right? It's either like, okay, I'm going to really focus on my personal life this year, or I'm going to focus on this. And the fact that people would come to a workshop like that and actually start to really think about, well, how can I not only be a, you know, I'm a renegade, I see myself as a renegade. And so that maybe this was an opportunity for them to see themselves as that in a different way. You know, for those people who feel like they're personally a renegade, this was a chance for them to, all right, how do I really dive into this in my work? And others who who do that in their work, and now we're looking like, hey, you know what? I need a, I need something else. I need a balance. And, and so I just thought that was an interesting discussion because I think so often we are so focused on one or the other that we forget that there is another one out there that that provides us with, you know, not balance, because I'm not sure we ever find that balance. But I, as I like to say, a harmony. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think a renegade, you can't just be a renegade in work or in your personal life. It bleeds over. Sure. sure. It, it just it's the nature of that whole if you're if you're carving your own unique pathway in your business, it's going to have implications for your personal life. Sure. If you're doing it in your personal life, it's going to have implications for your business. And I think once you adopt that renegade mindset, it permeates every aspect of your life. Even if you're cooking a recipe, you're like, well, the recipe calls for, 
you know, milk, but I'm going to use almond milk or I'm going to use oat milk or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to add French fries to this meal, even though it says I should make potatoes au gratin. That's renegade, right? That's carving your own dinner. Sure. Excuse the pun because you could carve your own turkey at dinner, but that's okay. You could. And it's funny that that to me, which is why we're all unique. And that's to me, reckless cooking. It's like, well, wait a minute. This is the, this is the recipe and this is what I want. So this is what I need to follow usually. Oh, wow. Not always, but, and many times <laughs> I, I choose to follow. Okay. And, I, and, and Tom, can you tell people, because we've talked about this workshopping, you and I, as a gift that we're giving to people as we head into the new year, want to make this workshop that you did yesterday that had such great results for our Renegade Success Network members, an opportunity for anyone to take advantage of that. So can you walk them through that while I get that link? Because once again, like every other day, I keep forgetting that I need to have that link available. That's okay. Yes, uh, we will be offering that workshop. Uh, this was a private thing for our Renegade Success Network members, and they always get a first look at anything that we are working on or anything that we offer. And it's always included within their Renegade Success Network membership. So if you'd like to learn more about the Renegade Success Network membership, just let us know. We can fill you in on that. Um, and the workshop will be held twice, actually three times, I think. I'm not sure we've settled on that. We're working on the third day. We don't have that solidified yet. Right now, we definitely have December 27th at noon or January 4th at 7 p.m. And the workshop is from I Wish to Success, the Renegade Way. And I think it's a nice blend of here's what we believe as a renegade. And here is how we start to stop leaving those things that we truly desire in our heads as wishes. And that once we start pulling them out and really diving into them, we likely find that we're a lot closer to having that wish come true than we think. And so this is a process to help you figure out where you are towards what you desire for 2022 and figuring out some key next steps to take that will help you get there. And we, you know, it, it ran about an hour I would imagine that, you know, and again, we are trying to keep these groups small because we want to have an intimate discussion. We want people to feel comfortable in what they're sharing and feel like they're, they are a part of the conversation, which really is a conversation as much as it's a workshop. And yet you will need paper and pencil or pen and pencil um, so that you can sit and, and really work through the process to help you get from constantly saying, geez, I wish I could do this to the point where you're actually able to celebrate having had it completed, have it happen, or have it accomplished. So we hope that you will uh, check out that link and that you will join us on those two dates. And again, we will have the information on the third date. We wanted to offer a date a little bit later in the first week of the new year. As you are trying to get back in the swing of work life after the holidays. So we hope that we will see you there. And one of the things that I loved about yesterday which I'll add to my celebration is that that community has re really created a community where people know enough about what everyone else does, that they're not only supportive, that sometimes they are, um, they are able to offer things that can be helpful to others. We even had one of the members coach me through yes. the process, which I thought was a, was a fun, fun for me. You know, it's always interesting when you're then put on the spot. And really helpful 
and it brought you some new areas that I don't think you had considered because Absolutely. you were really uh, you were thinking outside your box because you're being asked questions that led you to look at it from a different perspective from yes. what have others done. And I think that's the power of this. If you're looking at next year and saying, I got to figure it out, this could be the very first stop on how to figure it out. Because I, I use something that I've been working on now for, I don't know, three, four months. And I came up with four ideas on how to do it that I'd never had before. And, and one of those key- ideas was to vote more time to it. Shocking. Imagine hey. how that might actually be beneficial. And I think that's what you came up with with your book. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I got to commit time to this. If it matters, if it's important, if I want to move it from wish to actually accomplishing, I need to put time to it. And that's just one of the things that I think we each discovered and everyone else discovered was were things that were in them inside their head. They just had never come out before. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, the, in addition to just coming up with ideas, we help people create actionable steps. So yep. we look forward and hope that you will come be a part of that. If you have questions, feel free to message Bob or I or put a comment in that you'd like to learn more um, or even after reading all the information. But please sign up. Spaces are going quickly and we don't want you to miss out. So with that, now that we've gone through that celebration, what is the nation celebrating, Bob? This one makes sense. Okay. It is National Regifting Day. So you figure we're a couple days before Christmas. Yep. <clears throat> people are getting gifts from work or other people, or they have left leftover gifts from last year that they didn't, didn't like. So they're going to rewrap them and give them to someone else. Okay. I'm not a big fan of that. I've never no? done that. Never, no, never, never done that. Never, never. Never. You're sure? Yes. Tom, there are a lot of things I've said never to that. Uh-oh, did you freeze on me? Oh, boy. Here we go. Looks mm-hmm. like it's my program now. So it's National Regifting Day. So if you're going to regift, this is the day to do it. While Tom comes back, I'm sure he'll be back in a couple minutes. Ah, there you are. You there, Tom? No, Tom. All right. We'll keep going. So we've been talking about um, the whole idea of success all week. You back? I'm back. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. I, I can't believe I, you've I, never regifted. Never. Wow. I'm not a, it's not a big practice of mine. Although I did have a, um, a supervisor who always gave out alcohol to people. And is that how I got that bottle of Maker's Mark last year? No. <laughs> no. Um, Not that I'm complaining. <laughs> right, really, right. You, you would complain about that? And that was no, the thing about it is usually people were very happy to get whatever I had gotten that I was not going to partake of. I'm like, I don't want this to go to waste. Because so you're not I an would... alcohol consumer. Correct. Yes. Which was interesting because I was pretty sure everybody knew that. Well, and and where they, I if they sat at the bar with you at the um, TGI Fridays for four or five hours and saw that you never had a drink, I would think they would wake up to that. They were not part of that group. Ah, okay. All right. All right. Different cohort of people. So as I was starting into the whole idea of success, we've been talking okay. all week about success and what that looks like and what it isn't, what it is, why it matters. 
And today's topic is, I totally blank, Tom. When it seems unachievable. That's it. When it seems unachievable, which to me is honestly most of the time. I, I much of the time feel like it's unachievable. I have to really step back each day and really think about what success is. And as I said yesterday, the successes I have each day. You know, I had some success yesterday in some areas of my life that I didn't expect to ever have to deal with. And I had some success there. I celebrated that last night for a moment, like got through that. Same thing with work. Like sometimes it's just getting through it is success. Sometimes it's doing it really well, like your workshop yesterday. Hopefully you felt like that was a success. It sounds like you did. I think the people who took time for that workshop felt like it was a success if they chose. And I think that's the thing for me about success. If I think about the big success, I get overwhelmed. It seems impossible. But when I think of the incremental success, you know, you and I started a group under two years ago on Facebook out of nothing. And we have over 1,100 members now. And that, that that's a success. And I don't know that if we had planned it down to the nth degree, we could have targeted it and gotten it where we got it. And if you said to me, what did you do? There are a couple things I think we did, but there are a couple things we just found. Mm-hmm. And we had some fort- we had some really good fortune in the beginning. Someone who really believes in us shared it with a lot of people that were the perfect people. And that that catapulted it and some other things happened. Each of those was successes. And I don't know that you and I ever stopped and thought about it that way. And I think that's the thing that I would say my one thing, I'll do my one thing early is the success is when you don't think you can achieve it, take a moment and think about what you've already uh, learned, what you've already achieved. Sure. Well, what do you think yeah. of all that? Uh, there's a lot there to unpack, I think. I think that it's, I think I, I agree with a lot of that. I think one of the challenges is that why people think it's unattainable is because they are trying to define something that hasn't yet happened. Mm-hmm. That a lot of times they don't always have a lot of control over the way a lot of people look at success. You know, so like if you looked at our group and if, we sat down on the first day when we were putting it together and said, we want to get to a thousand members of this group. We looked at each other like we were crazy. If that was the goal, like, how are we ever going to get it with a thousand people? We don't even have a thousand Facebook friends between us. And not all of them are going to want to be a part of this group. And, and I think that that idea of trying to, consider what success looks like in the future can sometimes be really difficult. You know, I think that's one of the challenges. And we talked a little bit about this yesterday. I don't want to give too much away, but one of the challenges about setting goals is to just come up with and say, all right, well, based on what we did last year, this is what next year's goals are going to look like. You know, how often does that happen in organizations that you've been a part of? can tell you in the nonprofit space, it's pretty typical. The board looks at it and says, especially like in fundraising, well, 
or you know, in, in volunteer services. We had a thousand volunteers last year. Why don't we increase it 10%? Or we raised a million dollars last year, so our new goal is 10% larger. And while that is it, and I think, and then they turn to the people who have to do it and say, here you go. And those people look at it through a very different perspective because they know some of the things that happened during that year. You know, if you go to your sales team and say, okay, you guys sold 10,000 widgets last year. All right, we're going to sell 12,000 this year. And if I'm one of the salespeople sitting there and said, well, wait a minute, I sold 20,000 widgets to one client who right. needed them for this specific thing and there's no chance and they don't need them anymore. They're going to be like, so now I only not only have to go up 20%, I have to go you know, up even more than that because I have to make up for those that we lost that are not coming back. Right. And I can't resell to. And I think, you know, part of that process is considering what are we going to commit to? You know, and I think that in some regards, those are some of the things that helps you at the end look back and say, was this a success? And, you know, I think sometimes if we stop trying to think ahead, not that it's and I think it's valuable to look ahead, try to say is like, OK, based on what I know, what would a success look like? And then going back and say, OK. And. I know that I can't control that. There are a lot of moving pieces and parts. And, and so I think a lot of times those big lofty things definitely seem unattainable because you haven't committed to what are you going to do to get there. And, and I think that becomes real challenging. And it's why, again, like you said, it's the big thing that's scary for us to launch that group. Success could have been defined as we started it. And joined it ourselves. And maybe we got one other part, you know, we could celebrate. Hey, we got this group going. I know a friend who just launched a Facebook group. And I think for them, part of it is, I hope that they are celebrating the fact that they got to the point where they talked about it and launched it. And be like, okay, that's kind of what I can control. Is that I could set it up. I could define it, put pictures on it decide how I wanted to share information within it. At that point, it's about other people saying yes, which we can influence. We can't necessarily control. And I think if we are sometimes only focused on that big success, it definitely seems unattainable. And I think if we've been doing the same thing over and 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 over again, and never stopping to wonder, huh, why aren't we getting closer? I think it can become seem unattainable as well. Well, and think of the situation. If your goal is to increase sales by 50% next year and you only hit 47%, did you fail? That's well, you that's know. the thing I've come to realize in the last couple of weeks. It's like you, any progress is success. If your sales increase 1%, you did something to make that happen. You were in the right space, you, you, whatever. If you increase sales 10%, that's success. Was it your 50% goal? No. But as you and I help people in our Renegade Success Network realize, I, I, there's a success every day. You know, what are you celebrating? And when they take a moment to think about what they're celebrating, you know what? I'm celebrating that I did this thing. 
for the first time. It wasn't perfect. It didn't. Bravo. What did you learn? How can you improve it next time? Or maybe you never do that thing again. And you wouldn't have known that. Exactly. And that's success and itself. Okay, now I know spending Facebook, uh, spending ads money on Facebook may or may not work. If you try it, you find out, well, maybe, maybe I had the wrong message. Maybe I had the wrong targeting. Maybe I had all those things. <clears throat> it's the only way we can move forward, right? And I think what I, re- I thought for a long time was to move forward, I had to know all the answers. I think what I'm coming to is to move forward, I need to know something to try. And the answers start to emerge from what happens or what doesn't happen, or sometimes even the person you meet at the thing you're doing who's completely unrelated. Sure. Well, I think is that the, I mean, I wonder if that's because your past definition of success was defined by the end results. Correct. Yep. And only if you achieved those end results, did you have success? Correct. Correct. Which means I failed a lot. Or because uh, I'm one who sets really high goals. Y- y- correct. Y- uh, yes. At that point, you were probably considering that those were a lot of that word I don't like to use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's the way we look at it, right? Is that there's there it's becomes very when you set a goal. And which is, you know, smart goals are what we want that, that so they can be definable or that so they're measurable, clear, specific attainable you know when we set that out and we don't achieve it most people either look at that as a, a success or a failure one of the two it's black and white this is what it is and and i think so often you miss all of the little successes that went into getting any part of it you know a success might be midway through the year you realize you know what this goal is not what we need to be driving for. It has dropped in priority. So we need to get rid of that and move forward to another goal. And I think so many people would think, see that as a huge, wow, what were we thinking? About? You know, they spent so much time judging how they got to it, why they weren't able to achieve it, why they didn't see that this was something new that was going to pop up, that they can't get to the point of saying, hey, we need to shift gears. And that that in and of itself is a success that you've learned. And I think yeah. those, it's part of, you know, are we looking at the end results and then defining success by that? And I think many people do that. So what's your one thing, Tom? I gave mine so earlier. I, I, I'm going to, I think, so what I'm going to say is that when it seems unattainable, I might mm-hmm. ch- challenge people to relook at their definition of success. And what does that mean? And what does that look like for them? And because I think so often it again is about the results. And I'm sure I've shared this, but I'll share it again just to reinforce. I read the book by John Wooden about on leadership. Uh, and his definition of success, and I won't get it exactly right, is basically success for him is peace of mind. And knowing that you have done the best you can to achieve what you're trying to achieve. And it's not exactly word for word, but it's that it's not about the results, that it's about have I done everything I possibly could do? If we launched that Facebook group and we had 10 people join, 
and we had done everything we could possibly think of. In some regards, we would have peace of mind that's like, okay, now the argument could be is that you just haven't run into other people with new knowledge, experience, and perspective. And I think the keeping that in mind is, yes, I've done everything I can so that at some point this is a success based on what I know. And that that maybe is the time when it's time to say, you know what, there might be other people out there who know other information, who have other ideas, who have a different perspective that will change and it pr provide me with new things to consider. So I can say, wow, all right, well, I had success based on what I knew. And now that my things have been my what's real for me has changed. Maybe there are other things that I can do. And I think so. I think that that's what I would say is that when you're uncertain, thinking that something success is unattainable, it you maybe want to looking at the end results. And you've maybe just come to a point where you've run out of all the things you can do on your own and that you're aware of because our knowledge, experience and perspective is limited. And I think that's one of the things that the Renegade Success Network has been really helpful for people in is that they have gotten as far as they could get. And so in some regards, if you looked at John Wooden's quote, they have had success, right? They've done everything they could possibly do. Sadly, because they are thinking they need to go further, then they really have the knowledge, experience, or perspective to take them. They get frustrated, stuck, uncertain about what to do next. And so the beauty of that membership is that when people get that point, they call us. And we have a conversation that changes, influences what's real for them. And they maybe find new things that they can do to help them try to either get to that success or understand that. They've taken this as far as they can take it. It's time to pivot and do something different. And, and whether that's a different goal, whether it's here, a couple of other things to think about. And what we try to provide them is that next step, just so that they keep moving, uh, I think is one of the really benefits of that membership group. And I think that if that's a point that you're at, I didn't mean to turn this into a promotion, but it just seemed to fit. If that's a point where you're at, where you think the success is unattainable, would be a really good time to talk to us about how maybe we can help you change that perspective, add new knowledge. You know, I'm going to speak for Bob, one of our members, one of our earliest Please members. Speak for me. <laughs> never thought that they could work. I forget if it was every other week. They wanted to work every other week, correct? They wanted to work less. They wanted to devote a they lot more to time less. to their family. Correct. So they finally defined that of what that looked like and never imagined that it could be possible. Because they knew what they knew and what was real for them took them to a certain point and then they couldn't figure out what was next. And so really in working with Bob, they were able to get new perspective, new knowledge, new experience, be asked new things, which changed what was real for them. So now they had an opportunity to look at that challenge differently and could move closer and closer and actually achieved the success. So. If that's something you'd be that you think might be helpful to you, just let us know. Put it in the comments. Put Renegade in the comments. We'll reach out to you if you're watching this live or if you're watching this on a tape. Um, or you can always go to RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com and learn more about the Renegade Success Network membership. Or RenegadeSuccessNetwork at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. RenegadeSuccessNetwork at gmail.com. Excellent. Love to get emails. 
You do? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. If you have something you'd like to share about success and when it seems unachievable, please feel free to put it in the comments. And especially if you have one thing, we know that that would uh, not only benefit us, because it might be knowledge, experience, perspective we don't have, and it will likely benefit others out there. So please feel free to put that in the comments. Or if you are listening to this podcast, we'd love for you to come to the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, join it, or if you're already a member, share it, share that thought so that others may benefit from it because that's what that group is really all about is helping other renegades take their next step along their own unique pathway to success so with that we hope that we'll see you inside the ring of renegades facebook group or we'll see you tomorrow morning 8 a.m eastern time for one of my favorite days of the week discoveries of the week yes no wait a minute what's today today is thursday right yeah, today's Thursday. Okay, tomorrow's yes. Friday. So we'll do discoveries of the week about success. So you're not going to want to miss that. So we'll see no. you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, and embrace the renegading you. And if you have to, go ahead. You can regift, but only today because it's National Regifting Day. Can I wrap it today to give it to somebody? Sure. It's good that we're meeting for lunch today. <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> hey, Tom, I got my gift for you right here. There you go. Hey, <laughs> I have one the first book. And if that's not good enough, I got a second book for you. <laughs> Way to get that little plug in. All right, everybody. Go out and have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.